Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is the place where you'll learn cutting-edge personal brand strategies from today's most recognizable influencers. We're going to teach you how to build a rock-solid reputation and then how to turn that reputation into revenue. I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. Welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. In just a minute, you're going to hear myself and my wife and business partner, AJ, do a debrief recap and summary of our most recent interview with our big takeaways. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to let you know that people often ask us, What is the first step to building a personal brand? And if that is you or someone you know, then you have come to the right place because we have put together for you a free video short course to help you get started. Just visit firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get access. In it, we're going to walk you through what exactly is the genesis of a personal brand and the six key questions that every personal brand must be able to answer, but that almost none ever do. So go ahead and visit again, firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get started, and we'll see you there. Now on with the recap. a membership or a community in which retention is a key driver in your business. If you do, this is a, I would say a training, a conversation, a recording, some tips, whatever you want to call it. But this is some information, some education that I think will be vitally important to you. So I have a great friend who has a a community and retention business. And I just had the opportunity to have her on the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. And the conversation veered intentionally or unintentionally, I'm not sure, to this conversation of cancellations and retention when it comes to communities and memberships. Now, this applies to any sort of customer, but this is a specific conversation for memberships and communities that you must listen to. So here are a couple of things that I think stood out about this idea of cancellations and reputation. So first and foremost, if someone requests to cancel their program with you, you have likely already lost them. And I know that there are lots of companies out there who require, who mandate a call to cancel. In fact, I was sharing this on the podcast. I am trying to not cancel, but downgrade a service that we subscribe to. I can't do it. It's actually not possible online. You have to email in which the email says, we'll get back to you in four to five days, or you have to call a you know 1-800 number between the hours of nine and four. And it's like, I, I don't have time to do that. That's why, that's why I'm on this online thing. And you're going to get back to me in four to five days? Like that's insanity. We think that's helpful. We think that's a retention effort. What that is, is that's a customer satisfaction issue. 
Just because someone wants to cancel doesn't mean they're not willing to refer your business or come back at a later time. And I'm not saying that we should just let everyone cancel. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that there's an opportunity to go. If someone is trying to cancel, there has likely been uh, something or a series of some things that have could have been fixed and prevented. And if it got all the way to they want to cancel, the save percentage is probably going to be low because the work should have already been done. The work, uh, the preventative measures or us catching it, that should have happened prior to this cancellation request. And at this point, they don't really want to have to talk to someone and explain themselves and do whatever else is what we think being helpful in an effort to save can also just be a really big fat annoyance. And what was a great relationship is now tarnished by a poor ending. So let's talk about some things when it comes to cancellation. Number one, if you start with the beginning in mind, i.e. onboarding and what it's like to be onboarded into your company or to your service or products, that changes everything. And people need to know what they're buying. So step one, this is, I think this is really good. As Don't assume people know what they bought. You have to tell them and then remind them. So don't think that people know exactly what they bought. They don't often, or they only know a piece of it. So we have to remind them of what they bought. That's our job. That's a part of our onboarding and our communication and our marketing. But that's the first thing is they have to know what I'm buying into. And they should know up front if and when this is no longer working for me, what do I do about that? Ideally, they're reaching out to you in a proactive effort of how do I fix this? How do I change this? Not how do I cancel this? But we need to make that clear up front, but not just up front. It needs to be clear throughout the process. So a part of onboarding is help to ensure that one, they know what they bought. The second piece of onboarding is knowing that you can help them. They need that reminder and that confidence of you're in the right place. We have the expertise, the content, the information, the support to help you. Uh, the third thing is they need to know that uh, they can do it, that other people have come before them and have done this and that they can do it too. And then last but not least, they need to know what is the next best step or what is the next right step for me in this process for me in this journey, like what do I need to do next? And I can think of so many tangible examples of this in so many different ways. So we subscribe to a bookkeeping service for Brain Builders Group. And I'm constantly sending messages saying, can you just please tell me what is the next thing for me to do here? It's like, I will send a notice or a letter that I got and they're like, oh, well, you know, that needs to be, you know, updated in the, you know, portal. And I'm like, what portal? <laughs> like, where? Your portal? The state portal? Like, can you please just tell me what to do? Like, I need clarity. I need to know my best next step. I can think of other little things of like, and this is, I'm trying to make this applicable to any business, like doctor's office, right? My six-year-old got bit by apparently there's a bug called a kissing bug that is attracted to your mouth and he was playing in the leaves and got bit and the stinger uh, was lodged in his lip the entire left side of his face swole swelled up swelled up swelled up swelled up i'm going to go with that one uh and it was like his mouth was so swollen that he's like he could hardly talk and i'm like on the phone with a doctor and they're like yeah we just want you to wait i'm like 
no, I don't, I don't want to wait. Like, I need you to tell me what to do. And he was like, well, just give him some Benadryl. How often? Like, this is serious. Like, I want to bring him in. I want that stinger out. And it's like, finally, I'm like, okay, I need you to give me a plan right now before I go to the ER because I'm that mom. And he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Give him a Benadryl every five to six hours and put an ice pack on it until the swelling goes down. Thank you. I need to know the best next step. Hi, it's AJ Vaden, and thanks for listening to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. Did you know that the ideas we share on the show are things we actually specialize in helping you implement? If you want to raise your public profile and turn your reputation into revenue, please visit freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for a free brand strategy call with one of our personal brand strategists. Again, that's freecall.brandbuildersgroup.com to sign up for your free call. Talk to you soon. Our customers, our members, our community needs that too, not just on day one, but on day 30, day 60, day 90, they need it continuously, right? So those things are important. And if we start the membership off correctly, then it's a higher likelihood for success in the middle, which means we have a higher likelihood of retaining them at the end. And so those are things that are really important. Now, in the event that someone does say, hey, I want to cancel, how should we handle that? How should we treat that? And this is what blew my mind with this conversation with Shannon. She goes, I want you to think about it in three different ways and approach this and address it in three different ways. One, you have to make it easy to cancel. You have to make it accessible for your community, for your clients to cancel. But that doesn't mean you have to give it up on a silver plate either. It's people need to take responsibility if the program isn't working for them as much as you need to take responsibility. So think about cancellations in three different ways. Uh, Number one, uh, it's a celebration. Uh, meaning you're canceling because you got every single thing that you needed from this program and that you're leaving on a victorious high note of, I might come back one day, but even if I don't, I'll be sending tons of other people your way because this was a success. This was a victory and congratulations. We want to stay in touch. We wish you the best. So the first type of cancel is somebody who's like, I got everything I needed for now. I might be back one day, but um, I have to cancel for now. That's great. Celebratory, right? That doesn't mean they won't still send you business, refer you, recommend you. That's a win. That's a win. Two, the person who's going, I'm just not using the program. I've given up on myself. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if it's for me. That's the person that we want to talk about saving. All right. That's the person who's going like, it's not that the program isn't working. It's not that you don't like the program. It's that you have lost confidence in yourself you have not made it a priority, you have not scheduled the time, and perhaps you've gotten lost, confused, demotivated, or you're just feeling insecure about what to do, how to do it, and if you can do it. Those are the people that we want to encourage to get on a phone call. Those are the people that we want to go, hey, like we can help. Let's help you get reengaged. Let's get on a phone call and let's get a plan together. Let me reinvigorate you, re-inspire you, and reinstill a solid plan that you can follow from this day moving forward. That category of people is who you want to have phone calls with. And then there's a third category of person who goes, this is not a fit anymore. I'm not using it. Don't like it. Don't want it. 
I just don't want this anymore. And it doesn't have to be negative. It's like, hey, I have had a life event that is precluding me from participating at this time. I cannot do it. Or I've changed my mind. Like, I don't want this anymore. And I think there's a a fine line between, hey, you made a commitment and you signed an agreement and I don't want to do this anymore versus I don't want to do this anymore because there's been a co-occurring trigger or an event in my life that is causing some distance between my ability to do this. Um, And we need to be able to discern that where people are owning their own commitments and accountability. But what we're also going like, it tarnishes the community to have people in it that don't want to be there, don't like it and aren't happy. It also ruins our opportunity to ever be a place for them to come back to or to tell other people about it. And I do believe in personal accountability and personal commitment. And if I sign an agreement and give you my word, I'm going to fulfill it. And at the same time, there is a time and a place where I'm going, this is not what I thought it was. (laughs) I thought I was buying this. That's not this. And it's not working for me. And I'm not happy here. And I don't want to stay begrudgingly. But if you can let me go now, uh, there is a time and an opportunity for me to come back or send people that is a fit for them. But there is, a, there is a category of people where it's not ideal to force them to have a call with you. And it's not that you just like, anyone who wants to cancel, just click here. But it's like, no, we need to know why. But we also need to make it as easy to cancel as it was to sign up, right? So there's these different categories of people who are requesting to cancel that you really need to think about in order to go, how do I utilize the resources on my team? right? How do we utilize the energy of our team, but to do the same thing for your community and for the person who is considering to leave or is ready to leave. And those are very different categories, but to go back to keeping the beginning in mind of if you start right, the likelihood of success is higher and the higher the successes are, the more likely you are to retain them. So is it a person who you are trying to celebrate Uh, save, or do they need to cancel? And as you look at your retention strategy and your cancellation process, consider these things when looking at your ability to create a culture of a community who wants to be there, a team who loves what they do and loves talking to your community, but also members of your community who will tell others about you even when they're not there. And how they leave is a part of that. If they leave on a high note, that's what they remember. If they leave on a low note, that's what they remember. So make sure that when they leave, they leave on a high note. That's all we've got for this episode of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. But here's some great news. One of the most valuable things you can do to help us and other new potential listeners to find our show is for you to both rate this show and leave a review. So as a special bonus for you, if you leave us a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, take a screenshot of your review and email it to podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. We will give you free 30-day access to 25 of our most popular interviews on video in your own private members-only area. So go right now, rate us, review us, and then send a screenshot of it into podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. And we'll get you set up with free access to our most popular video interviews all in one place. Also, just please share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember that building a business 
isn't nearly as valuable as building a reputation. 